can I give to you? What can I offer to a king for all the love you've shown? For all your mercy over me, I called your name. You heard my cry out of the grave and into life. My heart is yours. My soul is free. Thank you, God. For saving me, Amen. thank you, God, for saving me. The rock of salvation, my hope is built on nothing less. Morning by morning. How great is your faithfulness I called your name You heard my cry Out of the grave And into life My heart is yours My soul is free Thank you God for saving me Thank you God For saving me You gave your life upon the cross You suffered once for all You made a way Jesus in victory you rose You made us all your own Now we are saved You gave your life upon the cross You suffered once for all You made a way Jesus in victory you rose You made us all your own now we are saved You gave your life upon the cross You suffered once for all You made a way Jesus in victory you rose You made us all your own Now we are saved Thank you God for saving me thank you God for saving me for saving me for saving me I called your name you heard my cry out of the grave and into life my heart is yours, my soul is free. Thank you, God, for saving me. Thank you, God, for saving me.
Thank you, God, for saving me. Your eyes 
and I cannot fall or climb farther than your grace can reach farther than your grace can reach folks we're never out of touch with God He's always right there. Got us. We're the ones who move out of the way and try to get out of His reach. We are never out of His grace. No matter where you go, no matter what your circumstances may be, God is there. He may not like it that you're there, but He's there. Always with you. Always willing. Always ready. Isn't He great? He's the God of the world. He can do everything. He created everything. We're going to sing a song today called God of Wonders. Anybody know this already? All right, good. Hey, folks, I'm not here this week to change you, but I am going to teach you a few new things, okay? I love you just the way you are, okay? You remind me a lot of my folks at Mount Zion. Um, a lot of folks sitting over here, a lot of folks sitting over here, and it's kind of shallow in the middle, okay? Well, that's just the way we do it, so I'm. Gr- this is great. So I'm glad you're here today. I hope we're going to enjoy each other. We're going to do a lot of hymns. We're going to, I hope we're going to do some bluegrass. We got some of that coming this week, don't we? I hope so. And that's kind of my favorite. Uh, but we're going to do a lot of different things. And this is one of them. The Lord of all creation of water, earth, and sky. Don't you believe that? This is, this is the word right here. Will you stand with me? We're going to sing a couple of things here. Lord of all creation. If you know it, sing. Lord of all creation Of water, earth, and sky The heavens are your tabernacle Glory to the Lord on high God of wonders beyond our galaxy You are holy, holy The universe declares your majesty You are holy, holy Lord of heaven and earth Lord of heaven and earth Early in the morning I will celebrate the light And as I stumble in the darkness I will call your name by night God of wonders beyond our galaxy You are holy, holy The universe declares your majesty You are holy, holy Back to God of wonders God of wonders beyond our galaxy You are holy 
holy. The universe declares your majesty. You are holy, holy, Lord of heaven and earth. Lord of heaven and earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to the Lord of heaven and earth. Hallelujah to the Lord of heaven and earth. Hallelujah to the Lord of heaven and earth. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. This next one we're going to sing. How great is our God. And at the end of it, we're going to go into a hymn that I know you all know. So you're going to be able to sing really loud when we get there. So be ready for that. The splendor of the King. The splendor of the King. Clothed in majesty. Let all the earth rejoice. Let all the earth rejoice. He wraps himself in light, and darkness tries to hide, and trembles at his voice. How great is our God, sing with me, how great is our God, and all will see how great, how great is our God, age to age, and age to age he stands. And time is in His hands Beginning and the end Beginning and the end The Godhead three in one Father, Spirit, Son The Lion and the Lamb The Lion and the Lamb How great is our God, sing with me, how great is our God, how great is our God, name above all names, you are worthy of all praise. My heart will sing how great is our God. Let's do that again. Name above all names. <clears throat> Name above all names. Lord, you are worthy of all praise. My heart will sing how great is our God. How great is our God, sing with me, how great is our God, and all will see how great, how great is our God, how great is our God, sing with me, how great is our God. 
and all will see how great, how great is our God. How great, how great is our God. How great, how great is our God. How great is our God. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to Thee. How great Thou art, how great Thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to Thee. How great Thou art, how great Thou art. Enjoyed the great music this morning. It's a wonderful blessing to be at Promised Land. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be your evangelist this week. And uh, I'm very proud of Brother Michael, and I thank you for the very kind introduction that you gave me. Somebody asked me this morning if I was... Uh, an Aggie fan, I am. Don't hold that against me. If you have your Bibles, turn with me, please, to the Gospel of St. Mark. The Gospel of St. Mark, the 10th chapter, and we'll begin with verse number 46. The Gospel of St. Mark, chapter 10, verse number 46. And they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more a great deal, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort, rise, he calleth thee. And he casting away his garment rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. And I want to call your attention this morning to verse 50 for the basis of this message, verse number 50. And he casting away his garment rose 
and came to Jesus. And I want to preach this morning for the next few minutes on the subject, I won't need this anymore. I won't need this anymore. It's great to be a Christian. Knowing Jesus Christ as personal Savior is, as the Bible says, it is joy unspeakable and full of glory. To have Christ is to have eternal life. And there may be someone here this morning and you have been thinking about being saved, trusting Christ as your Savior, but you've not quite come to that point where you're ready to make that decision to receive Christ as your Savior. It's my prayer that this message today will be used of God, the Holy Spirit, to bring you to a point where you realize that you need Christ more than anything in life. And this is seen in the life of one by the name of Bartimaeus. Jesus and His disciples were on their way to Jerusalem to observe the last Passover. And Christ, of course, would be crucified on Calvary for the sins of all humanity. And Jesus is passing through the city of Jericho, and there on the highway side was blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus. Now when we look at Bartimaeus, we see humanity in, in the awful state of spiritual blindness. Bartimaeus represents all humanity without Christ. He was a blind beggar. Someone would take him to a spot on the Jericho road. So when the people would depart from Jericho, they would obviously see him sitting there and he would ask an alms or a gift, a handout, if you will, from those who pass by. And to be a blind beggar meant that you were, you were you were in life in the eyes of people in a very low state. I mean to be a blind beggar. It meant that you were totally dependent upon someone to give you something and hand out. And he had with him this outer cloak. It was the badge of a blind beggar. He would set it in front of him. And when people would pass by and he would ask in alms, they would cast a coin uh, on this garment. And, and that's the only life that Bartimaeus knew. He was in darkness. He was a blind beggar. And when I see Bartimaeus, I see a picture of myself before I came to know Christ as Savior. Because in Second Corinthians... Chapter 4 and verse 4, the Word of God says, "...in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel, should, who is the image of God, should shine unto them." If you're here this morning and you don't know Christ as your Savior, you spiritually, you're just like blind Bartimaeus. You're in darkness. You cannot see the glorious light 
of Jesus Christ. But thank God this morning that as Jesus was passing through Jericho, Jesus is passing right here this morning in this sanctuary with the same saving power, with the same ability to spiritually open your eyes and set you free from the bondage of sin and give you eternal life. That's the Jesus of the Bible. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. And there, listen, there is no darkness too great that Christ cannot liberate that soul out of darkness. I remember as a 17-year-old boy growing up in East Texas, and even though I was raised in a Christian family, my grandmother was one of the godliest women that I've ever known in my life. And, and, but, 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 but even though she was close to God, I was in a state of darkness. But through the preaching of the Gospel, and through the prayers of my grandmother, one Sunday night in that little church in East Texas, God the Holy Ghost got a hold of my heart and I knew that Jesus was passing by and it was my opportunity to be saved. And like old Bartimaeus, I just cried out for Jesus to have mercy on my soul and instantly I was saved. I was taken out of darkness into the marvelous light of the Gospel of Jesus Christ. And I can tell you that it is joy unspeakable and full of glory to know Jesus as Savior. Bartimaeus said in there that day he, he knew something was different about the multitude. And he asked someone, what, what, it, what does this mean? And, and someone said, well, don't you know it's Jesus of Nazareth? He's passing by. And immediately old Bartimaeus began to cry out, Jesus, Thou Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, Thou Son of David, have mercy on me. And, and someone in the crowd said, Hold your peace. Don't, 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 don't you be loud like that. Why, why are you calling on Him? They charged Him to hold His peace. But so much the more. Oh, Bartimaeus cried out, Jesus, Thou Son of David, have mercy on me. You, you see, he, he had read, or he had heard it read in his hearing that, that there was one coming who was the Messiah of the lineage of David. And one of the signs of the Messiah was that blind eyes would be opened. And so therefore, faith rises up in him. And he cries out, Jesus, Thou Son of David, have mercy on me. Aren't you glad this morning that our God is a merciful God? He is rich in grace. He is rich in mercy. And let me say it again. I don't care what kind of sin you've got in your life. No matter how dark that soul might be today, Jesus Christ, the Son of David, the Redeemer, the Savior of the world, He is here this morning to save that lost soul and liberate that soul from the darkest bondage of sin. Our Savior. 
I often wondered what the crowd thought when he just got a little bit louder. I mean, they told him to shut up, bought a mess. But he would not be denied. You know, the world today will tell you that you don't need Christ as your Savior. Why do you want to bother? Just just live your life the way that you're living it now. Listen, that is from the very pits of hell today. One day you will stand before God. You will not answer for the multitude. You will answer for your life. You will answer for who you are. The sins of your life. And so therefore Bartimaeus cried out, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And I like this. It says that Jesus stood still. My, my. That's grace. The brother sang about grace this morning. That's grace. Jesus stood still. Where, where is He going? He, he's going to Jerusalem. He's going to down the cross of Calvary to fulfill every shadow, every type, every Old Testament sacrifice. He's on a mission. He's on a mandate from God as the Lamb of God to take away the sin of the world. He's going there. To pay the sin debt, but yet he has time to stop on that Jericho road for one sinner that's calling out to him. And he's never turned one sinner away. He said, All those that come unto me, I'll in no wise cast them out. You, you may be thinking today, Well, I've just got so much sin in my life that, that God won't save me. I, 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 there, there's things I've done, preacher, you don't understand. I don't see how God could love somebody like me. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but, but, but have everlasting life. And the great invitation of Jesus is, Come unto Me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. He is a Savior that will turn no one away. I thank God, Brother Michael, he didn't turn me away. Jesus called some of the people to him and he said, You go tell Bartimaeus to be of good comfort and to rise. I'm calling for him. And they delivered the message. And Bartimaeus stands to his feet. And that old tattered garment, he just throws it away. Cast it away. The song says, Lay aside the garment stained with sin and be washed in the blood of the Lamb. There's a precious fountain for the soul unclean. Be washed in the blood of the Lamb. Bartimaeus was saying, I won't need this anymore. He knew that Jesus was going to open those eyes. He knew that Jesus was going to liberate him from the darkness. So he, he just takes that garment and he casts it away. I'm not going to need it anymore. And there might be someone here this morning that you're holding on to that old sin-stained garment, that self-righteous garment, that garment that you're depending upon 
But let me tell you something. You won't need that when you've got Jesus in your life. I think it was in the year 2004, I held a, an outdoor crusade meeting over in Shelby County. Michael knows, Brother Michael knows where that's at. And uh, I was preaching the message and I just got into the sermon. And from the stadium, this rough-looking young man, probably in his mid-thirties, came walking. He, he took his base, baseball cap off and, and walked down right in front of me. And I stopped preaching and I said, Sir, can I help you? And he said, Yes, I, I want to be saved right now, not during the invitation right now. And so I just stopped led him to Christ right there. And after the service, he said, I, I, I feel like I need to tell you something about myself, preacher. You see that old campground across from the stadium? I've been camped out there for a week. My wife said that she was sick and tired of living with a drunkard. And she said, you get out. And don't come back unless you can get your life straightened out. You, you spend every dime you make on, on booze, on, on liquor, on beer, and your children are going hungry, and, and you, you're just wasting your life away. And he said, Preacher, I, I love my wife and my family, but this has got me. It had me. He said, I'm going back to home tonight and I'm going to tell my wife what happened to me here tonight. The next night he brought his wife and his daughter with him and praise God, both of them were saved too. I got over to the stadium the next night a little bit early and I saw his pickup truck across the road where he had camped. And I drove up there and he had four fields of Jack Daniels, Crown Royal, and about three cases of beer. And he was pulling them out on the ground. And I said, what are you doing? He said, what does it look like I'm doing? I'm pulling this out. I don't need this anymore. And I'm here to tell you that when you cast away the garment stained with sin, you'll get something better. And that's Jesus on the out inside. And He'll go to moving on the outside of your life. And He'll bring about a change in you. Second Corinthians 5 and 17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are, are new. You won't need that sin in your life anymore. No, you'll never be perfect. But thank God tonight, thank God this morning, that the grace of God is sufficient to save to the uttermost all those that will call on Jesus Christ. Mama, I'll be going to that little church over in East Texas where he joined. And the pastor called me the other day and he said, uh, we just ordained a deacon in our church. And I said, oh yeah, who was it? And it was that young man. Amen. God made a change in his life. 
Old Bartimaeus comes to Jesus. And Jesus says to him, What will thou that I should do unto thee? Jesus already knew his, his need. But he was faced with it. Let me, let me just tell you something. Salvation is a choice that people make in life. You, you either choose to receive Christ or you reject Him. Somebody says, well, I'm going to be neutral. No, you're not. You can't be neutral. You, you, you'll either receive Him or you'll reject Him. He'll either be your Savior or He won't be your Savior. And Jesus said, What will thou that I should do unto thee? And Bartimaeus said, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And instantly or immediately, his eyes were opened. That is the power of God. That is the liberating power of salvation. It's not a three-step plan. It's not a twelve-step plan. But instantly, the moment you trust Christ as your Savior, you are forever saved. My Lord! You know, some folks say, well, you got to go down the aisle and shake hands with the preacher, and then you got to be baptized, and then you got to be sure and take communion. No, 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 my friend. Let me tell you, salvation is a one-step. It's a step of faith. When you receive Christ as your Savior, His, His night turned to day. His sadness was replaced with joy unspeakable and full of glory. I think today, in this modern church time that we live in, that we, we've somehow, we somehow forget the joy of salvation. My Lord, you may say, well, Brother Jimmy, I've got all this wrong in my life. You, you, I've got trials and difficulties. We all have those. But think a minute. Your name's recorded in the Lamb's Book of Life. It doesn't matter what happens in this world. When you die, you're going to a better place. If that trumpet sounds this morning, you're going to meet Jesus in the air and you'll be with Him forever and ever. Oh, there is no way that we have the vocabulary to describe the glory and the joy of knowing Jesus Christ as one's own personal Savior. My, my, I mentioned my grandmother earlier and she was in the service that Sunday night that I got saved. Now, my grandmother, she was an old-fashioned shouting Baptist. You ever heard of them? I, that's the, I was spiritually born in that environment. And uh, my, my grandmother sat on the second pew, the middle pew, second pew in the church. Would have been right along here. And we, we were singing that night, O careless soul, Prepare to meet thy God. And when I got to even with Granny, she saw it was me, and she threw both hands up in there. And she began to praise God. She began to give God praise and glory. And after the service, she told me, she said, she called me Junior. She said, Junior, I've been praying for you, and I just knew God had a hold of you. And I said, Well, Granny, your prayers help. Your prayers worked. Oh, but let me tell you this morning that Jesus Christ, when He comes into your life, He'll give you something to shout about. We've let the devil get our shout. We've let the devil get our joy. Oh, Bartimaeus, 
He had an old-fashioned Holy Spirit revival right there in the middle of that Jericho road. They told him to shut up, but he cried a little bit louder. When his eyes got open, he began to praise God and glorify the Lord Jesus Christ. My Lord. I was preaching a revival over in Samarna Missionary Baptist Church. And number, one of my youngest grandson was a little bitty fella. And I, I get kind of boisterous sometimes in my preaching. And uh, my, my little grandson, he... Children will repeat what they hear. Good or bad. That's the way children are. My little grandson, he's about five years old, and he said, he, I was sitting by him there on the pew, and he pulling on my britches legs, and he said, uh, pants legs, and he said, Pop, he said, don't you think you ought to tone it down a bit tonight? <laughs> uh, uh, but you know what? When, you, when Jesus gets a hold of you, and you know you've got something, you've got to tell somebody. Oh, Bartimaeus, begin to glorify the Lord. I, I, I wonder what that old hypocrite crowd thought when they saw his eyes open. I, I, I wonder what they thought when they could see the joy rising up. Let me tell you, oh, Bartimaeus may have been blind before he came to Christ, but he at least, he saw the need of a change in his life. And we've got folk today, they, they, they're religious, they're, they're upright in their own eyes, but they can't see the darkness that they are in. They're dependent on their baptism. They're dependent on their church membership. They're dependent on grandmother's religion. They're dependent on something. But understand, you've got to recognize that you have a need to come to Jesus this morning. He glorified the Lord. And the Scripture says, and He followed Him in the way. The Lord saves us to follow Him in the way. In 1 Peter chapter 2, in verse 9, But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of Him who hath called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. What are we to do when we get saved? Just show forth the praises of God from your life. Let others see Jesus in you. Let me tell you something. Your life is the only gospel that a lot of people are going to ever read. I mean, that's it. You're God's ambassador. You're... Jesus said, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hid. Let others see Jesus in you. He followed Him in the way. Where is Christ going? He's going to the cross. Jesus said, if you be My disciple, you must deny yourself and take up your cross daily and follow Me. And Paul the Apostle said in Galatians 2 and 20, he said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith 
of the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. Let me ask you this morning, are you walking the Calvary way? Are you letting others see Jesus in you? Revival starts in your heart. Revival starts in my heart. May we be those of God's family that would bring the lost to Jesus and not do anything that would discourage them from coming to Christ. When I see Bartimaeus, I see myself. When I see Bartimaeus, I see so many in this world that are bound by sin, that are in spiritual darkness. And the good news is Jesus is passing this way. And let me tell you, His blood this morning can still set the captive free. And His grace today can still reach down into the lowest pit and pick that soul up and cleanse that soul. The blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all unrighteousness. 1 John and 1 and 7. Jesus can make a change in your life. He can give you purpose for living. I stand here this morning trying to preach God's Word, but there's no way that I can relate to you what Bartimaeus felt in his heart when Jesus opened those eyes. Can you imagine seeing the blue sky? Can you imagine seeing a road that you've set on for years and years? Can you imagine seeing the multitude rather than hearing them? And think of this. The first person he saw was Jesus. I mean, when his eyes were opened, the first person he saw was Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And I want to tell you this morning that He'll open your eyes if you'll come to Him. If you'll step out and you'll trust Jesus as your Savior, He will save you this morning. We're going to have an invitation in just a moment as we prepare for it. Would you please stand and we're going to have a word of prayer as we prepare this invitation time. Would you bow your heads with me? Our Father in heaven today, Lord, I pray that You'll bless Your Word. You tell us that You will. That when Your Word goes forth, it will not return unto You void. Should there be one here today who is not saved, how we pray this would be the moment, the hour, that person will cry out to Jesus Christ. And Lord, if there's someone else here today, that say but's not living right for you. There may be something that's standing between that person and you that's breaking that fellowship. Lord, speak to that heart today. And draw them to the cross. And we ask this in Jesus' name as we sing. Jesus is passing by. And as He called for Bartimaeus so long ago, be of good comfort. Rise, He's calling you today. 
won't you come to Him? Won't you come? Come home. Come home. Today is the day of salvation. Now is the accepted time. He's passing by. And He's calling you by name. Won't you come? Why would you tarry when the Lord is calling you?